Oh yeah. <laughs> What's up y'all? <laughs> it's your boy, the one and only A Switch, aka the undisputed, undefeated, uncontested social distancing champion. AKA Why is my strawberry so hard? <laughs> Good, I can't. AKA, why is his why his why is his lips so soft? AKA, the nigga lip master, bringing you yet another episode of Switches Sights, episode one hundred and ten to be exact. Um. For those that don't know, uh, Switch Your Sights podcast is a video game solo podcast hosted by yours truly, where uh, we just talk about just that. Um, today's date is uh, June 24th, 2021. Uh, and as they say in uh, French, uh, <laughs> actually, I don't even, I'm, I'm going to just, Vente, Vente on, um, Somebody, uh, one of one of the French listeners cannot back me up. <laughs> they won't. They won't back me up. They gonna leave me. They gonna leave me to. They gonna leave me to drown. Um. Yeah. So. Um. Well, still. Still, uh, reeling from the, well, whatever, what E three was, um, but you know. Hey, it is what it, it is what it was. It was what it is, you know? Um, yeah, at least in terms of the world, man, well, you know, same old, same old, really, if we've, if we're being honest, but outside of that, um, at least gaming wise, gaming news, it's been some very interesting stuff popping off. Um, and you know what, without further ado, Let's just stop the dilly dallying and get right into it. Um, first, oh my God, I forgot my time codes. How could I have ever been so fickle? Oh my God. It's if it's not one thing, it's something else, you know, when you producing and creating managing self-managing podcast of course stuff wants to uh uh seep seep through the leaks leak through the leak through this you you know what i mean you know what i mean um yeah so uh i'm just gonna pass some time while i'm uh copy my codes. I'm gonna try to multitask as as much as I can, but um it's only so much multitasking a person can do when they're focused, which I am cuz I am very uh very focused right now, you know. When you're in the zone, you're in the zone, you know, and nobody can't take you out of it. You know what I mean? It's like when you in like a Zen or I believe what what they call uh 
what they call euphoria, where, you know, you're in your zone and nobody can stop you. So that's, that's exactly what's happening right now. In the zone, game time, when it's game, um, the darkest, <laughs> the darkest before the storm, I, I mean, I'm just spitting out random phrases. Um, two, two bills don't make a, make a dollar or something like that because they're actually two, two, uh, two, two actual birds. So they, <laughs> so they don't make, okay. I've, I've progressed enough. All right. So I'm almost there. I'm almost there. I swear. If it, if it isn't one thing, it's another. I thought this dude that was uh doing this um guard yard work outside, and you know that's just that's just the whole thing. It's like what you what you what you doing doing lawn lawn stuff at like seven p.m. Who who be we we cater and doing yard work at seven seven people. Well, I guess probably some people. So <laughs> anyway, uh, enough uh, time filler as I uh, get myself organized because I totally forgot. But yeah, so first topic of discussion. Let's talk about Dead Space being revived or at least as the rumor has it is supposedly being revived according to the infamous leaker himself. Um, well, one of the various video game leakers himself, uh, Jeff Grubb, uh, according to him, um, in a video stream Friday, I believe the, yeah, this last Friday, uh, he hinted at an unannounced EA title, he previously previously discussed uh, will be publicly shown for the first time at the July 22nd event. So uh, at least in terms of what he described it as uh, an established IP revival and quote unquote, I think you'll be happy. And then after that, um, in terms of the the the, the biggest tease uh, that was included, uh, we're going to see if we're going to see it if we're not dead first. So, I mean, clearly the biggest, you know, uh, obvious choice would be dead space, which is generally one of the most popular, um, at least dormant IPs as far as we know currently, uh, by EA. Um, of course that has dead in the title in terms of the hint. So, all uh, signs definitely seem to be pointing to Dead Space. I can't think of any other iconic, prolific EA franchise that is uh, currently dormant um, that maybe could match the same level. Possibly, maybe. Uh, I mean, if we if we get in real deep, um, personally, um, you know, the NBA, NFL Street Games series, uh, the Def Jam vendetta you know uh fight for new york games we not gonna we gonna ignore icon that didn't exist but um what was it uh 
oh yeah well that technically was uh, our balls are just it's only our balls can only get so blue (laughs) our balls can only get so blue for um def jam themselves teasing us about hey hey y'all want it y'all want y'all want def jam to come back if if so where would you want it okay if y'all follow us if we get if we reach uh, one million followers um boy man def jam is definitely gonna for sure happen and then it did and then didn't hear nothing so that's still where we're at with Def Jam. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but at least in terms of Dead Space, um, uh, I, I, I played Dead Space three a long time ago and beat it. I think I messed with some of the DLC as well. I'm not sure what I'm not sure what could happen. Um, I think they have a lot of options they can go with. Of course they can do the reboot, uh, route where, you know, they just straight up start from scratch and then start dead space all over again. Maybe, you know, new protagonists and, and all that good stuff. Maybe, you know, keep some of the similar story elements, maybe beats from the originals and, you know, kind of deviate and go from there or cause I believe dead space three left wasn't necessarily super conclusive. Um, I, but I don't really remember a lot of it and I, I know for sure I beat it. Um, but, um, maybe they could continue it, but I don't know. I feel like, you know, being it, being a whole new, uh, studio that would be working on it. Um, I find that hard to believe them, them going that route. I don't think that, uh, I don't think that's going to be a, be a thing. I don't think, I don't think it will. Um, yeah, I really think it's going to be a straight up reboot. It's a whole new studio that's touching the IP. Uh, I believe is vish, vicious, I want to say vicarious, but I know that's not it. Um, Dead Space Developers, Visceral, Newell's of V, Visceral Games. I know they, the studio is gone or, you know, they've probably been dispersed into other people, other companies, but I think, um, it'll probably be a reboot. I would be very surprised if, if they actually continue the mainline original series, but I mean, it's, it's a possibility, but I'd be very surprised considering, you know, they wouldn't want to be constricted. Um, I would assume anybody, you know, picking up a, an existing IP, um, try to, you know, work within the confines they have. I, I feel like they would, I think it would be more fun as well for those devs to kind of branch out in, you know, take this time to think of something new to like kind of turn the series on its head and reinvent it and, you know, make it more engaging in some aspects, more interesting in other aspects and things like that. So I do not, I don't know. No, I think it, yeah, I feel like it's definitely going to be a reboot, but I would definitely, I would take either or, um, but I guess at least personally what I would want from the series, 
uh, if it were to come back and or reboot it is just to keep the the very atmospheric yeah atmospheric horror um, ambiance and all that good stuff uh, keep that tension keep the jump scares and the freaking crazy ass enemies and of course the gore and the you know graphic graphic gore and stuff and you know all that kind of collides together to give you very immersive immersive horror game um i think that's essentially what dead space is you know isolation um yeah just straight up isolation and you know space i don't know isolation in space dead space um cool weapons and of course the uh maybe the i i wouldn't be too bothered if they like uh messed around with the the limb uh limb dissection mechanic if they were to maybe do something else or do something different from that um but i don't know i feel like that's so iconic for dead space and it made so much sense considering they're aliens and like yeah, the only way you can kill them is to, uh, you know, dissect their uh, bodies where, uh, you know, dismember, dismember their uh, body parts. Um, yeah, personally, I think if they keep all of that in death space, have pretty, pretty good story. Um, they will be able to successfully revive dead space. Um, I, this supposedly is going to happen at the uh, July 22nd event. Uh, for EA, I believe it's EA play. I want to say, um, it's only time will tell only time will tell. Um, yeah, moving on. Had to check my time. I was like, wait a minute. I didn't doesn't look right um well so uh (laughs) you remember uh you remember that one game uh well for the fighting fans out there you remember that one game uh after tekken street fighter cross tekken uh that was gonna be tekken cross street fighter um well you're not alone i think a lot of us have um it seems like it's still <laughs> no progress being done at all. Uh, supposedly they're, uh, they're at 30%. So this is basically from an interview with Harada. I think his weekly show, I believe he has like, he's host the weekly show and it, it, uh, came to pass, uh, talking about Tekken cross street fighter and he answered it, but it looks like it was just mistranslated, uh, at least at first, um, due to somebody translating it, um, they thought they, he meant that the series is actually dead. Like the, the project is canceled. They just weren't being public about it. But, um, Harada actually cleared up, uh, that that's not the case on Twitter, uh, regarding it. So I guess at least the rewind it a little bit. So at least the mistranslated quote was, uh, the interviewer asked the question, Tekken cross street fighter. And then he said, yeah, development stopped, but we got about 30% done. Uh, we wanted to show it, but the project died. So uh, apparently somewhere in there that, that there was some mistranslation, 
Um, and then Harada clarified that, that, um, uh, at least somebody following up and reaching out to him directly regarding, uh, the rumors and whatnot, that that's not cool. Harada, I guess in, <laughs> in terms of somebody made a tweet, like basically, uh, listing, uh, listing in subtitles, what was translated supposedly. And then it got to him or he, uh, somebody mentioned him and he saw it either way. But then he said, yeah, that's not cool. Please read my explanation. You can see that the impression is quite different, which I have not seen until now. I'll try to skim through. I'm sorry. This is the second time I misled you by the way the subtitles were written and worded. Last time we had another misunderstanding about this case. First of all, at around 21 minutes, 25 seconds, he says uh, some Japanese text, Emma uh, Tomete Masuyo, which I know I totally butchered. I'm sorry in advance, which means it's pending state similar to pause. And this is the same word we have been talking about before. Uh, so up to 30% of the development was in progress, but now it is still pending as, as opposed to uh, ended, which was the mistranslation. This is still the status of the project. So basically, um, uh, you know, it's, it's still alive more or less. It's just in this weird development limbo for like how long since what, I guess, I think it was announced in 2011 at Evo, at least Tekken street fighter cross Tekken, which, you know, came out and, um, wasn't at least personally, wasn't the best game I thought I know there there's definitely of course as any game some some hardcore fans for it um but at least now man it's been like what 12 yeah roughly 12 or so years oh 10 10 ish yeah about uh 9 10 give or take <laughs> that we've not seen nothing regarding Tekken Cross Street Fighter um so at least it's <laughs> still alive, just still dead. <laughs> well, still alive, but maybe in a vegetative state, but at least it hasn't been totally squashed, but at least, uh, it's built up enough like speculation and, uh, suspicion that when it actually finally gets announced, it'll hopefully be hype. So whenever that, uh, comes to be, I guess it'll be soon to be discovered and or found out. But, um, at least talking more about the interview, he's like, next, we were talking about artist collaboration starting minutes 22. This is a story about how we had a famous artist draw a certain illustration for us during the development of Tekken cross street fighter. Um, I say, Okara iri ni natan na in Japanese about this illustration collaboration. For some reason, the meaning of the word Okora iri is project died, but the original meaning of or Okura Erie is to be shelved or to put in storage. So of course that's definitely, you know, where the mistranslation probably comes into play. Um, man, <laughs> of the many times mistranslation is, a uh, has got some of these journalists in trouble and it's understandable because man, I am not trying to play when it comes to that, but, uh, yeah. So, 
basically mistranslation Tekken Cross Street Fighter is still alive whenever we'll see that hopefully I do. I'm not dead before then um but uh yeah so at least uh the air has been cleared at least everybody <laughs> including myself was a little bit uh a little little let down a little disappointed that it was it was dead but have no fear Tekken Cross Street Fighter is still here whenever we'll see it who knows um so cuckoo um Jesus oh what happened to my mouse hope I figured it out um so I mean that kind of um I know that's maybe why some people were kind of uh suspicious not necessarily suspicious but um, I don't even know what the right word would be to describe it, but you know, with Akuma's inclusion in, uh, in Tekken seven, um, at least now, <laughs> well, before we found out it's still alive that maybe people were thought that maybe that was like a, a background deal between uh Capcom to like, you know, appease the, uh, Tekken cross streeter, <laughs> Tekken cross streeter. That'd be weird. Tekken cross street fighter aspect of the, um, you know, of their deal. Cause I believe, cause I'm pretty sure it's like some joint exclusivity thing where, you know, of course the, the game that already came out, um, street fighter cross Tekken and then Tekken cross street fighter. Well, at least yeah, I, you would assume what it should have came out maybe two, three years after uh, Tekken cross, uh, no street fighter cross Tekken Jesus. It's, it's getting complicated, but either way, Tekken cross street fighter still has some fight left in it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Some fight left in it to fight in these streets. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I, I should get a boo, boo, uh, boo, um, sound, sound clip, but ah, you know, <laughs> the way my, the, the mixer set up, I don't get, I only got so many buttons and then I have to move some other buttons around and it's just a priority, <laughs> it's a priority thing. You know, I always, I always get applauded, but I don't get booed. So, ah, <laughs> ah, I don't know. Um, moving on. Ghost of Tsushima is rumored to be getting some DLC, baby. Um, Ghost of Tsushima, man, is a pretty awesome game. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I actually platinumed it. Um, not not to toot my own horn, but you know, beep beep. Um, so, uh, <laughs> which is kind of ironic now, it, it, specifically in terms of how this this rumor came to be. But basically, uh, Ghost of Tsushima standalone expansion, kind of think uh, Uncharted, Golden Abyss, and Sp- uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales, where they're basically literally, you know, separate releases, but, you know, essentially DLC, uh, but, you know, totally separate where you're not required to have the main game to play it, um, is rumored to be uh, currently in development. And the, the uh, supposed title is Ghost of Ikishima. So... 
and <laughs> the, I guess the part I find funny is that uh, this is supposedly leaked by Xbox era co-founder co uh, special oh I see special Nick it's spelled like a s h p e s s a l special that's kind of cool that's that's creative I gotta gotta get that man his flowers for that um who's proven to have a, a pretty reliable track record in uh past leaks um so that uh is apparently a thing totally is not surprising in terms of how successful i feel uh um Kosushima, um has been and currently is in a lot of a lot of ways especially like the the multiplayer is surprisingly pretty good at least from what i played um and of course just the main game and the combat and overall exploration uh they did a lot of really awesome things that i appreciated in terms of like you know mainly being uh respective uh respectful of your time which is uh i always appreciate in games uh you know Hey, find uh two hundred and fifty thousand um uh uh golden golden bats and you know but but you gotta chase them around and if you lose it you're gonna have to go backtrack like five minutes in a map to the start point. No, I I I won't <laughs> stop. Please stop. If you're still doing that. I can't think of anybody that's still doing that, but um, so yeah, I, I could definitely see this happening kind of in the same vein as like, uh, final fantasy seven remake intergrade, uh, where it basically they'll probably maybe bundle this with the main game, uh, make it a, a PS five, uh, version copy of it that includes this DLC and sell it that way. And then additionally, you know, um, sell it, uh, to, you know, PlayStation four users as well. Um, that where maybe they can buy it separately or maybe potentially, I don't know, uh, maybe they could add it to the, to the existing game, but I mean, at least going by the previous expansions and at least the rumors that this is standalone, I doubt, I guess that's the case. But if, if, in, if anything, it would just be probably a separate, separate physical or digital, uh, release expansion. Um, I guess I'm curious who would be the main character of this one. Um, since at least the title, this rumored title at least implies that, uh, there's another ghost of, uh, uh, a ghost of Ikishima rather than Tsushima. So, I mean, maybe it's, uh, I don't think you can't, <laughs> I'm not sure how the official rules of, uh, of ghost of ghosting. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's not like a, like a, like a foreigner in the uh, I don't know how, uh, how the rules of being a ghost is, uh, in, in, uh, Tsushima, but like, I, I, um, I don't think you can be a ghost of, uh, Tsushima as well as Ikishima. That doesn't, I don't, uh, that doesn't make sense. Um, <laughs> I need clarification. Thank you. Um, uh, I'm trying to think I would assume there, well, yeah, because it's separate, that makes me think that it might be, um, some room for like, just this being a totally like, um, separate, uh, you know, standalone, even though of course it is, you know, standalone, but 
me maybe being completely separate uh, from Gosushima and not having any ties in terms of the like characters or maybe something very loose in terms of character relation of like the main character. At least that's my initial sus- suspicion. Maybe you could be that one girl, um, that older woman. Uh, I forgot her name, but maybe you play a younger version of her. Um, I part of me feels like there's some continuity with this, uh, with the main game that they would try to, you know, give some fan service to people that played the the original game. So I don't know. Let's Ghost of Ikishima. I feel like that's been mentioned. Maybe that was a continent or something that like a location that you saw in the game that maybe you couldn't go to yet. Um, Cause I'm just going to show how graphically uh, challenged I am right now. Not having any recollection of location at all. Cause I believe at least, you know, going off the, (laughs) the, the extras and stuff of the game. I know, of course, obviously it was based around that whole conflict between Mongolians and, and Japanese people and stuff. So yeah, I I guess it's, I think it's uh, maybe a, not too hard to like, I guess, deduct that it's going to be an Ikishima. I mean, <laughs> how would you be called Gosa Ikishima? Well, it could be the Gosa Ikishima, um, treading its way in Gosushima. And then you fight, um, <laughs> I'm gonna call him Gosushima. I forgot his name too. <laughs> it's been so long. Has it been like a full blown year since this came out? I think so. Um, so who knows? Who knows? Uh, but at least, yeah, it, it seems like there's a lot of ways they can go with it, to be honest. But um, hmm, yeah, that's that's all we have to go off of by now. But uh, maybe this probably might be announced at the um. I believe there was rumors that there's gonna be a PlayStation announcement event, or you know. PlayStation state of play, direct, direct state of play, um, direct, <laughs> direct set of play forward, um, something like that coming up. I think it was by the end of this month. I know PlayStation would normally like announce it like the day before and then just drop it. And then, you know, oh my God, oh man, I'm not ready. You know, so. Um, cool. I would be down for it. I'm definitely curious of what it could be. Um, what, what, what separates it from Ghost of Tsushima? How is it going to do that and separate itself? And if it's going to be something, you know, worthwhile, I mean, for the PS five, I know they're, I mean, if the PlayStation four is any indication, they, they, uh, they put in some work for that, uh, for that game. So, I'm looking forward to it. See whatever it is. Fine. Let me find out. Um, moving on. Um, <laughs> as somebody who works, works in it, um, 
<laughs> all uh, IT fans, <laughs> IT IT uh, people, uh, grown in 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 unison as <laughs> Windows Eleven been like, you know. Well, I mean, it was a it was a it was leaked. I think last week or a couple weeks ago and people actually were getting builds of windows 11 and like, you know, messing around with it and stuff. Like I think I saw um, Linus tech tips, like um, their whole (laughs) very interesting experience of like trying to work around so many hurdles to actually mess with the interface and things like that. So I only bring this up on this podcast because there actually is a lot of gaming related stuff uh, to kind of, divulge into from this. Um, so yeah, either way, windows 11 has been announced. Uh, it's going to be a free upgrade to windows 10. If you have that, of course, um, it was a couple interesting tidbits to take from it. Um, at least, uh, of course it's like a totally different UI or, you know, revised UI. It seems like, it uh it kind of reminds me slightly of Mac in some ways. I guess mainly the uh bottom uh taskbar where all your programs seem to be like uh centered <laughs> if we're if we're thinking in like Microsoft Word and stuff. They seem to all be uh all your icons seem to be centered rather than like um you know um left to right more centered in the middle. Um then there's a new store which also will weirdly incorporate Android apps, but it's very complicated in terms of them implementing Android apps because you can, it's Amazon's Android app store. So basically like uh, potentially some limited apps where, you know, um, it's weirdly just you have to sign into Amazon to access those Android apps when you know why, why can't you just natively, you know, access the Android apps, but you know, it's, it's some back <laughs> backdoor shady deal, uh, shout outs to easy allies, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. Um, yeah. There's also a health a PC uh, health check you can download and see uh, how your PC is not going to handle Windows 11 and tell you your uh, PC isn't shit now. So if you want that, uh, you're uh, you want <laughs> you want depression. There you go. I ran it myself. It uh, seemed like everything was fine. It didn't tell me outright. And it seems like they, they did reveal the requirements, the minimum requirements, at least is uh, all you need is a PC that meets the minimum hardware requires for Windows 11, which is uh, now 64-bit CPU, which is, that's actually kind of cool. Like, I, it, it's kind of annoying, the whole confusion between 32-bit versus 64-bit. And, you know, most people generally use 64-bit. It's like, why would you need to use 32-bit? Well, I guess in scenarios where you don't do anything necessarily super intensive, um, either way. So 64-bit CPU four gigabit, uh, gigabytes of Ram and 64 uh, gigabytes of storage. Um, and they say windows 11 will be delivered through windows update in the same way as windows 10 updates have been made previously. So all in all, that's pretty cool. Um, and yeah, you know, of course some of the, the standstill, uh, 
you know, programs and icons looked, <laughs> of course, different to imply uh, significance and change. But uh, we'll see. Um, another big revelation is that Xbox Game Pass, uh, which at least, you know, uh, at least for PC in the PC realm of things is referred to Xbox Game Pass for PC <laughs> is uh, going to be natively within Windows 11. So I guess basically on a fresh install Windows 11, you'll uh, have Xbox Game Pass by default in terms of the apps. So um, that's pretty cool. And then probably the next interesting uh, topic is the fact that the fact that um, um, that for the uh, the storage component for Windows, um, in terms of the the new, uh, well, I guess for Microsoft is referred to as Velocity Architecture, I believe, where it essentially utilizes the NVMe SSD speeds of the the new faster PCIe Gen 4 NVMe drives to basically, you know, uh, be able to access those drives quicker using the PCIe gen four lanes. I'm sorry to get, I don't mean to get all technical, but I'm just trying to explain it. But, um, at least on the PC front is referred to as direct storage, which at least was, you know, during NVIDIA's, um, uh, RTX announcements where they, you know, um, hinted at that, um, that that's going to be a feature down the line in terms of being able to like to bypass the CPU, which in turn will let you access resources much faster and turn, you know, result in a lot of uh, faster streaming of data and things like that. So, um, yeah. So apparently, uh, it seems like this feature may be exclusive to windows 11. Um, at least previously it's, it seemed like it was going to be available on 10, uh, before we knew about 11, but it seems like this is going to be exclusive to 11. Windows 11. But what's weird or at least as of now, from what we know, I know things could probably change at some point, but uh, is the fact that the minimum requirement for direct storage um, is to have a one terabyte or greater SSD, which is, I mean, to be honest, a little, little big of an ask for, you know, a standard person who just wants to, you know, just get some direct storage going. I've, I'm trying to think why they would require this, but I, the only thing I can think of is just maybe potentially the, the amount of assets and, or maybe just to give you more wiggle room or the, the operating system or wiggle room in some way to maybe better allocate, uh, you know, data in some cases or something, if I could even think of something that maybe would be logical for this, but I don't know. It's like, if you want direct storage, yeah, I guess maybe if you just only play one game, but I mean, considering just the, the, the increasing demands of, uh, games and storage and stuff like that. I mean, I know I personally would not just settle for one terabyte if that was just me, but, um, I get it. Yeah. One terabyte is, a is it, it really is a huge 
ask for uh for it and then who knows if this is going to be mandatory in terms of like does uh this direct storage drive have to be your uh c drive uh at least generally according to windows or is it um is there some weird stipulations there it's hard to tell but yeah if anything it uh that seems to be the case um i think they do also will like notify this this is going to be like the the new buzzword that's going to be on games like uh it seems like the term is direct storage optimized for windows 11 pcs um so uh, it, it seems like it's going to be, I would assume it'd just be pretty easy. Like if it's a game that's gonna, you know, they're already developing for the Xbox series X, it seems like it won't necessarily be too much of an ass to kind of translate that to the PC. I, I think I'm curious if how this will play when it comes to like steam games and other games, like versions of the games that, that don't, um, I guess are in any other store except windows, uh, you know, or game pass. Um, that's kind of like what I'm very curious about in terms of like, uh, will it be like, I doubt Microsoft would do it, but you know, be like, well, this direct storage is only exclusive to uh, Xbox game pass and Xbox, uh, store owned games, at least going by previous behavior. Microsoft hasn't necessarily been like strict or, you know, stingy about stuff like that. Um, but then again, this is probably the, the first like physically revolutionary kind of implementation of like, I don't know, dedicated technology for games specifically, if anything. So it's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see how that kind of plays out. And if, um, you know, hopefully Microsoft won't, it, it seems nowadays Microsoft is way more, um, flexible. And I think just all about at least getting you into their ecosystem rather than, you know, being stingy while you're inside their ecosystem. They just want people to, I think more so just, just download and install windows 11 and <laughs> go through the loop of painful, uh, P potential PC issues and, and things like that. <laughs> I, I'm just thinking from an IT standpoint, man, it's, it's just going to be <laughs> just, I'll, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt, but speaking from an IT, uh, perspective in terms of what I've seen, uh, at least on my line of work is, um, <sighs> it seems like Microsoft does not efficiently bug test a fair amount of their like software updates, uh, enough, um, to the point of minimal, you know, issues. Uh, now who knows with this new operating system, maybe they are taking a bigger initiative in terms of a, a beta testing and QA testing and stuff for software now, but at least in terms of past experience, it just seems like, um, they, they want the, the, the user to do all the, the, uh, troubleshooting, uh, and issue re resolution 
uh, first and then they react after that. Um, not everything, not every single update, but I mean, I don't know, just some <laughs> when they're horrible, they are horrible. Um, that's, I guess maybe what I'm more, more so getting at. Um, I, I remember what, the it was a uh, windows 10. It was some, some, uh, particular update in windows 10 around last, last year, maybe 2019 where it was some update that like totally like just wiped, not necessarily wiped, but just, uh, I think in some way or another corrupted the OS by, uh, right after updating it. So I literally had to pretty much start from scratch, reconnect everything in terms of like, you know, uh, directories and just, just a painful process. So <laughs> stuff like that, I'm, I'm not looking forward to, and I'm at least after having the experience like that before is painful and annoying and in all fronts. Um, at least especially work is one thing, but like, you know, home use is a whole nother like kind of realm that is, uh, you know, just as much annoying. Cause like, uh, after troubleshooting issues all day and then coming home, <laughs> troubleshoot more harder issues. Uh, I'm all right. <laughs> Please. No, stop. Please stop. So, um, yeah, that's just, just my two cents from that, that perspective. I, it seems like, uh, Microsoft is definitely making some interesting moves. Uh, at least now it's really cool that they are actually embracing PC, uh, more in terms of making it more friendly for games and, and making it, you know, friendlier for, for the gaming, uh, gaming race, <laughs> gaming population, which, you know, of course they've done in some expects previously, but at least now it seems to be like a forefront, at least, you know, of course the biggest being the game pass implementation and stuff. So we'll see, we'll see, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Cautiously optimistic. I am sure as hell not, not jumping in no beta anytime soon, at least, uh, after considering some of those experiences, but Either way, cool. I'm definitely very curious to mess with direct storage when that becomes widely available and, um, or at least eventually upgrade to a, uh, machine that implements or has that capability. At least currently I do not. So, um, I guess we'll see, but good on Microsoft. It's like windows 11. At least, at least they didn't skip her number. Uh, oh yeah. Windows 12. What happened to 11? What happened to 11? And I thought they, I thought with windows 10, that that was going to be it. I I think that was the word on the street that windows 10 was going to be it. And then it would just keep making iterations and updates. But maybe I, I I guess I, from some standpoint, maybe they just want to mitigate and yeah, I guess more so just mitigate like issues and problems where it just be so many versions and variations that potentially that could be it. But I don't know. I don't know. I feel like that's not a necessary mandatory thing, but who knows? Anyway, um, I forgot to code that, I guess keeping that, um, keep (laughs) keeping that, 
Xbox, no, keeping that Microsoft train going. Um, so, Kim Swift, probably don't know who I, who I just named, but uh, she's probably mostly known for Portal. Uh, I believe she's also worked with, uh, worked in dead, uh, worked on, uh, left the left for dead games, uh, one and two. Um, let me look up her, look up her, uh, history. Kim Swift. That's kind of a, that's a dope name though. I wish I had a name Swift. Just people would just assume, Hey, Hey, or no, they just make making dad jokes. Hey, Kim. Um, Stay right here. I don't, that's I'm not a dad though. So, um, Half Life Two, Episode One, uh, Episode Two, uh, Star Wars Battlefront Two. I guess that's her latest in 2017. Quantum Conundrum. I know that's popular with some people. So yeah. Uh, so, uh, word on a street is is that. Um, she supposedly, and of course, yet again, uh, Jeff Grubb with them deeds, um, leaked. I think somebody else, uh, found this out and then he confirmed, I think he was going to reveal this on a giant bomb, uh, show, but come to find out, uh, apparently she is going to help Hideo Kojima make his Xbox game. So, um, at least the, the rumors that is going to be, you know, something to do with the cloud, uh, infrastructure. I know Xbox has talked about it for the longest. It feel like, um, I know the big, like marquee game that was supposed to really showcase this was, um, crackdown three, which I did not enjoy personally. I just played after playing a little bit of the first level like yeah this is this is rough but either way they're apparently i'm presumably going to use uh the cloud xbox's cloud architecture which i believe is azure and uh basically with the 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 creativeness of hideo kojima um supposedly make a new game a new ip i would assume i don't think it would be anything existing um you know, considering the, I'm pretty certain console exclusivity to Death Stranding, uh, to PlayStation of Death, of Death Stranding to PlayStation. Um, but man, it's like, uh, considering how creative she is, especially with portal, how like, you know, just mind bending that game is uh, with the, with the, with the craziness and, and convolutedness of Hideo Kojima. I don't, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm ready for that. I'm just just gonna be <laughs> just gonna be have goosebumps for no reason. It's like oh, I'm just I can't. I'm just <laughs> you're waiting for like the the crazy moment, like the prolific moment of the game, and you just get having goosebumps. So <laughs> it's like you're flinching the whole time, and you're not ready for it to happen. Uh, <laughs> just imagine if somebody playing, uh, this, at this game, whenever it, whatever, when, and if ever it comes to be, and you're just flinching, <laughs> just flinching the whole time. <gasps> I can't, 
I'm not sure when it's going to happen. Um, yeah. So, Hey, Hideo, I mean, I'm, I'm still a fan. You kind of burnt me with a uh, Death Stranding. Hopefully director's cut is going to be good. Maybe redeem, maybe redeem some of the people who weren't the biggest fans of Death Stranding. We'll see. Pretty cool though. Yeah, man. Hideo Kojima making an Xbox, Xbox, Xbox exclusive game. That's, that's, that is pretty crazy when you think about it. S S S box exclusive. Yeah. It's hard to envision what that's going to look like. Um, but I'm all here. I'm all for it. If it's true. So, well, there you go. Moving on. Uh, insomniac, of course they just released that that fire that was Ratchet and Clank rift apart. Of course they made uh, the Spider-Man game uh, as well as Miles Morales. Um, uh, but on Twitter, they said they are hiring and they specified uh, multiple openings for a multiplayer project, at least specifically uh, systems designer for multiplayer. So of course, obviously, um, that definitely seems to imply that, uh, their next game, whatever it's going to be is going to be multiplayer, of course. So my immediate, <laughs> my immediate reaction. Yeah. Spider-Man's <laughs> that's literally what it's going to be called <laughs> Spider-Man's, <laughs> uh, that'd be kind of cool. Spider people are saying spider, sp- <laughs> spider span. Um, yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Uh, spider, spider, spider verse co-op game. That'd be kind of dope. Actually, maybe have some continuity from the movie, uh, into the spider verse where you literally can play, uh, multiple Spider-Men, Spider-Mans. <laughs> Somebody gonna have to clear up the plural. You know what? Let's Google that right now. What's, what's the plural version of spider man I guess it would be spider-man technically since man is the head of the phrase we apply the plural marker there the plural of spider-man is spider-man okay so i just part of me just wanted to be ignorant <laughs> but um yeah spider-man um, I'm trying to think, I don't think it'd be Ratchet and Clank. Cause I mean, we just got that, um, potentially sunset overdrive. Uh, I don't think that game is, was multiplayer. Pretty sure it wasn't. Um, and then there are the rumors that the it's coming to PlayStation I think PlayStation five specifically, cause I think they managed to get the IP from Xbox or something like that. Let me double check that. Let me double check. I think it's still a rumor. Yeah. Potentially tease. So, um, that could be a possibility. Um, 
I, I possibly what resistance fall of man. Um, yeah, it's a lot of, it's a lot of options, but, uh, I'm on the Spider-Man Spider-Man's train. Um, but who knows? It, it could be a totally new IP. Um, fuse. <laughs> God, no. Or actually, <laughs> actually re-release over. Was it Overstrike? It was, it was some working title originally before they, it was actually, it looked very Overwatch like. I think maybe to avoid being in the same boat as Overwatch, they totally revised their whole design or something like that. And then it looked like a just straight born generic shooter, but ugh. at least personally, I'm, 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 I want to go on that Spider-Man train. I want to go on that. I want to go on that Spider-Man's train. Let me, let me on, let me get, I got my, t- <laughs> I got my ticket, please. Please let me on, please, please, sir. Please. I beg of you. Let me on moving on Castlevania arcade. No (laughs) Castlevania advanced collection, uh, has been leaked, uh, or I think listed was it listed on the, I think, uh, Australia's, uh, um, rating site. Yeah. Uh, Australian classification. I'm assuming it's like the ES, the, the Australian ESRB equivalent in the U S um, a Castlevania advanced collection. And yeah, it was, I guess it was just added, uh, June 18th. So so this seems definitely very possible. Um, I mean, the, the advanced, the Game Boy Advance, uh, Castlevania games are totally super fun. At least the one I vividly remember playing. I'm, I for sure beat was it circle of the moon. I think it was circle. Of the moon. Yeah. Castlevania circle of the moon really thoroughly enjoyed that game. Uh, I think was it technically my first Castlevania I literally played? I think it was. I think it was. I've I've yet to uh in my backlog of shame, I've yet to play uh Symphony of the Night and any of the other prolific ones. But uh it was it was for sure super fun. I think this was basically I'm pretty sure this came out around the launch of the Game Boy Advance. So that partially also um got me into it. And I think what is the other one? Area of Sorrow and I think Harmony of Dissonance. I think that's technically the last one of the advance line. Uh or is that maybe the DS one? Nope, that's uh GBA. Yeah, so I'm guessing I don't think they explicitly list. No. So I guess we're left to speculate, but I think it's a pretty safe bet. It's probably just those three games bundled would be dope. If they included some of the DS ones, I think there was ones, um, but then it's the whole weird dynamics of getting the dual screens and stuff, which is always a, a chore. I would assume for, Dawn of Sorrow, Order of Ecclesia, Portrait of Ruin. 
yeah, I feel like they would break that out into its own thing. So I think we'll probably at least get for sure the advanced games, um, which would be pretty dope. I would totally pick it up. I'm curious if considering this was previously exclusive to the Game Boy Advance, if maybe this will be exclusive to the Nintendo Switch platform. Um, but I feel like maybe if, if that was the case, they probably would have announced it at E3. Maybe it just wasn't ready yet. I don't know. But then again, maybe this is like year, a year out. Maybe they're just getting this whole process started. But I mean, it's already an existing game where you just have to simply port it uh, for the most part. Maybe some emulation and stuff comes into play, you know, um, but I would be down. I totally would be down. That seems very likely though. We already have some of the previous collections, pretty much the whole, well, various of the current um, pre 3d Castlevania game. So it seems very likely, I think. Um, but keeping that rumor train, <laughs> keeping that game announcement rumor train going, um, we got, we got Final Fantasy seven, supposedly, uh, drop it on the Epic, Epic game store. This is according to Epic games data tracker, I guess it's probably similar to a steam DB. I know the it's generally a database that uh people usually look at for things that are being updated and added but at least in terms of the uh some of the programming in the code uh the value is final fantasy 7 remake for epic game store <sighs> which is a slightly annoying because i'm getting tired of uh epic trying to make me branch out of my uh comfortable ecosystem which is steam which, you know, I have majority of my game library and stuff on. Uh, but I mean, hey, if it's free, I'd be fine with it. If it's like a free game they drop, but it seems like Epic would do something like that where, I mean, they've done it technically with Grand Theft Auto where you can get a, get the free version of that game. If you, you know, <laughs> please download our installer so we can compete directly with Steam. And this is, this is your natural, <laughs> this is your natural place now. Forget about Steam. You don't need those games. You know what? We'll buy those games for you on our platform. Epic Games Store Launcher. Epic Epic Launcher. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I I would probably wait until it gets on Steam. Oh man, think of the think of the outrage of people. If, uh, if, um, it was actually exclusive to Epic game store, if anybody would do it, it would be Epic. That would probably pull some stuff like that. Cause I, I mean, out of sight of Epic's exclusive games, uh, you know, exclusive in-house games. I don't think there's any other games that are exclusive. I need to research this.
Yeah, it seems like some of these are, all of these are generally timed. Uh, expanded list. Uh, yeah, it seems if anything, worst case they they at least come first to Epic Game Store and then come to Steam shortly after, which if that's the case, that's fine. I'll wait for um, Final Fantasy VII Remake. I feel like the, the PlayStation PS5 version was substantial enough. Um, unless maybe seven remake has like 120 Hertz mode for PC and like, well, I mean that are unlocked frame weights. Uh, then, then I was like, Oh, you're tempting me. But then again, it's like, I'm not dying to play it yet again on PC. If it's not on steam steam or bust, but I mean, I still got, I still got Epic game store loaded though. Don't, don't get it twisted. I'm on, I'll eventually maybe play, but yeah. So, Hey, uh, sooner or later you can mod. <laughs> what, what are some unusual mods with final fantasy seven? Um, <laughs> is you probably, <laughs> put like freaking red 13s, um, uh, model on like cloud and he just looks disfigured and horrible and probably be the most downloaded, uh, you know, upload on there. I mean, if we being honest, it's probably something Tifa or Aerith related where, you know, they're, they're, uh, maybe more scantily clad than usual. Maybe some proportions are out of, out of place than usual. If, if we're being honest, I mean, come on, it's, it is, uh, you know, it's just gamers after all. So, um, not to, not to, not to take away from gamers. I mean, there's sensible gamers like myself, but you know, there's, <laughs> there's, there's people out there. If we, when you can mod, you're going to do mod stuff, but I digress. Moving on. If I can, yeah, totally got that whole Google search attracted me. Um, yeah, so, uh, PS two, no PS three. Well, technically PS two, but basically, um, man, bless these people. So apparently like what, 20 years or man, even more 25 ish years after, uh, PS three, uh, has been out. Apparently I think it's technically been discovered a while back, but I guess nobody really brought attention to it, but apparently, uh, people found a hidden, um, debug menu. Well, yeah, I guess it's, I guess you would consider it a, a debug menu kind of either way, a secret menu, uh, within the PS three, if you are playing a PS two game, uh, like a, a PS two PSN store version of a PS two game on a PS three, 
Uh, if you do a secret code, which is basically, uh, when you hit the PS button, the PS menu, where you can change like a controller and change like the analog stick to digital or whatever, uh, from that menu, if you, uh, press left on the D pad square L one plus R one for 10 seconds, then re then release and then press start. Then you'll get a secret menu where basically at least for the game, uh, being showcased digital devil saga, which I, at least, uh, it's brought to my attention that the game has like severe lag that kind of makes it barely pretty much unplayable for on PS3. Uh, apparently if you go to this secret menu, uh, change the setting, it will actually, I believe it's like virtual V sync or something that you turn off that, uh, I believe will actually, yeah, V-Sync delay, which was causing it. Now, I guess the funny thing is that on some games it's turned off and other games is turned on by default. So I guess maybe through like testing or something that people deem that these were the appropriate settings and maybe like on for each digital game, PS2 game that it has this base template of settings applied or whatever. So, um, pretty interesting either way. Uh, at least the options they show L two H improvement, um, force flip field V sync delay XOR CSR, which is, <laughs> this definitely looks like a very much a debug menu. Cause these terms, uh, um, except for V sync delay, I, I'm not familiar with them. So, pretty cool little feature to give a uh, brief, some more life into some of these games, especially I believe this game in particular Dev digital devil saga, which has, um, um, is super expensive. Like I think it's $90. Uh, if you want to buy a physical today, um, pretty cool alternative to give people, uh, you know, more flexibility, uh, especially what considering the PS three, uh, semi-eminent death in terms of the PSN story that at least the scary ran into, uh, a while back, uh, earlier this year. Um, so pretty cool, man. People are, people are great. You know, people, people are great. Just discovering stuff and sharing it with people. You love it, man. You love it. I love it. I know I love it. And on that very positive warm note that concludes the news for this week. Um, with all that said and done, let's get into what I've been playing and what that something is. If I could track it, Final, Final Fantasy, Fantasy VII, VII Intergrade. So after uh, the hype train of uh, intermission, I, uh, you know, I was like, well, after the hype train, that was intermission that I beat. And then uh, completing Ratchet and Clank, I was like, you know what? I got to go back. I got to go back. Um, so that's exactly what I did. 
pretty much uh, loaded my save that I uploaded from the PS4 version, uh, went to work. Uh, basically, um, I think I mentioned some of this before, but play, played on hard mode um, where I, you know, did the chapter select and started from scratch and um, fully beat it over the weekend. Uh, and man, game is great. Uh, it's crazy how much frame rate can make a difference in a game, man. And for a game like Final Fantasy VII Remake, it is just fantastic. Uh, and it so damn good. So damn good. It really is. And playing on, um, playing on hard, uh, at least now after fully beating the game on hard and getting the platinum, um, oh, so fulfilling. Um, it definitely, like I'm pretty sure I mentioned before, super, super high emphasis on materia and like literally in this mode, the emphasis, uh, materia, it will either, uh, you know, result in you living and succeeding in a, a fight, especially boss fights or straight up dying well, straight up, <sighs> which, you know, I know I've uh, emphasized before, but man, we really are going to need some material loadouts in um, in the, at least in part two, because Jesus, just the, the mental, <laughs> mental gymnastics you have to go through to figure out what's the appropriate setup is it, it at least it, it really started getting annoying, especially towards the like end game stuff, like the, the bosses and things like that. Um, so I am really hope we, uh, we get some, material loadouts that would just make life way easier. If, if not even a loadout, just something to make it way more streamlined than it is. What's currently in the system is not enough in my opinion, especially, especially, uh, when it comes to two, when at least, especially from the endings that were shown it, a lot of characters and a lot of switching around a lot of parties, uh, being, being, you know, swapped out and stuff. It's going to be way more of an emphasis than ever to kind of, um, really figure out materia. And, you know, I think <clears throat> doing material loadout is really, really gotta be the way to go. So outside of that, man, uh, just playing it again, uh, recognizing the story beats and stuff like that. I still really love Final Fantasy VII Remake, man. I I I adore this game, man. It is it's great. Uh, I really love the choice they did. I mean, what we're a year after, so I think it's. I guess spoilers, 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 spoilers. If you have not played the the base game of Final Fantasy VII Remake which I don't know. I'm, I'm just going to dabble. I'm not going to go fully into it, but, um, yeah, in retrospect, I think it was a really awesome choice to kind of do somewhat of a satire on the, uh, the games, um, <laughs> the games, I guess, uh, yeah. Satire of basically the, the gaming audience that wants the final fantasy seven remake to be like, a one for one remake of the original, uh, game, 
Uh, but then them, <laughs> you literally fighting those fans that, that really die hard, want the game to be one for one remake. And then basically defy that towards the end. And now you're like, well, anything's off the table now, which whew, based off the intermission DLC, literally everything is off the table right now. Shit could go any way up and down, which I am very, very much excited for. So, um, yeah, hype, hype. Um, yeah, the thing is, it's not, it's not anything more I could say uh, about Final Fantasy VII Remake that uh, I, I have said already because it's great. I am definitely in the camp of really adoring the game. And, uh, it's, it's, it's a wonderful remake, man. It's, uh, thankfully they, uh, saved it. I know, uh, at least doing some research on it. I know the development was very troubled in terms of like, you know, I think they oft they like, um, contracted it out or something like that to uh cyber connect. I'm going to say, and then they weren't pleased with the game. And then they basically brought it back in house and, definitely the right move because man, the game, just everything, just this first part is definitely a quintessential remake. I'm a little, I'm a little concerned. I'm not going to lie about what, what's going to happen, but at the same time, I'm very excited. So, well, <laughs> I guess we have what four more years until we see part two. <laughs> well, you know, considering, Square Enix's cadence and stuff, which I feel like I've probably made that joke before, but Hey, because it's true, because it's true. Um, so yeah, pretty much after I beat that, um, you know, had to do it. Um, no more heroes. It's that's uh so no more heroes uh played played um the steam version uh for pc it came out last week i believe but it was so much of a sensory overload of so many things coming out uh you just don't know what to focus on but either way uh, i was like you know what let me see what this pc version is about um <sighs> i am slightly let down not too much, but, uh, it's just, uh, it seems to be a lot of missed opportunities and disappointments in the game itself. Um, probably the biggest one is the lack of joy con joy con and, or we, uh, we, we mote move support, um, which considering steam natively has a uh, controller support for, all of those mentioned controllers, um, it seemed like a no brainer. Um, but it totally isn't. <laughs> and I think what's even weirder is that deeper into the game, um, like I think the mini game for, uh, uh, in one of the segments in the game, they literally still have the joy con, uh, display for like from the switch version in the PC version. I was like, maybe you could have could have revised that at least put the xbox one there put the xbox controller and you know even the the tool icons don't necessarily look like the um 
don't they look still look like the 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 Wii um buttons and stuff, which is okay. It's not not that's not a big deal. It does get confusion confu- <laughs> confusing slash annoying when uh oh man, God forbid if you like came right off the Switch version and played the PC version because of course, you know, with the the switch has the X button on the top as opposed to the X, the yeah, the Nintendo switch pro controller has the X button on the top and the Y button on the left and the Xbox one controllers have it the other way where the Y buttons on top and the Xbox on the left. So that led to, uh, no, I adjusted after a while, but you know, the initial shock where you have to take a extra, second or two and like, uh, do I press this or do I not? Um, Oh crap. And then you, you know, press the wrong button and then you fail a mini game or whatever. So super minor gripe and admittedly first world problem. Um, but worth mentioning, then there's this weird issue. I guess I'm still figuring out. I, um, I'm not sure if it, if it was, it was in the switch version, which I don't think so. Cause I know I would notice it too there. But basically an issue with, um, the camera specifically where, you know, um, you know, when you point up the camera, it goes up, point down, the camera goes down. But for whatever reason, specifically the Y axis for the camera, you cannot go up or down at all. Um, which is super weird. Um, well, no, let me rephrase that it's, it's permanently inverted where down is up and up is down, which to me throws me off. Cause I'm used to up is up, down is down. Um, and even if you adjust it and like invert it, which, you know, is <laughs> always a weird, uh, conundrum when it comes to like, uh, Jap Japan's interpretation of inverted and, uh, you know, the U S's version of in- inverted because, I know a lot of like Japanese game, uh, at least the most prolific one that comes to mind, Yakuza, where the um, where they uh, where <laughs> what's inverted to us is normal to them and vice versa. So I'm not sure if that potentially may have came into play, but I, I, I just I guess that's it, too. Because I know the Wii version of No More Heroes, you don't have a right analog stick. You technically have the directional pad on the Wii mode where, you know, you can point up is up and point down is down on the, you know, hit the D pad. So, yeah, I do not remember. But either way, it was a problem, either, nonetheless. Um, I guess it's potentially avoidable because you don't necessarily utilize the camera too much since you're playing, you're in combat. Um, at least the X axis left and right is, is fine though. Each one definitely worked as it should, but just some funkiness with the, um, the Y axis. I'm not sure why. I don't know if that's just specifically this PC version or if it's also, uh, was in the switch version. I just, for some reason didn't notice, but I'm pretty sure I would. So, I'm just going to, as for now, attribute it to the PC version, be wonky. Uh, the other issue that I had that I think, um, uh, what was it that, um, 
I went blank. Oh yeah, the uh, sound, like for some reason it feels like the sound is like cranked up way higher. The the game's native sound is too high, where at least when you're playing the game, it seems to clip and by clip, you know, where it kind of crackles. I believe that's generally the term for it, clipping, where the sound is literally too high for your speakers or whatever, which I thought it was potentially my speakers because I know I've been having issues with my speaker in particular where one was actually given out it seems like um but now at least i couldn't like assess what that the term is for it to kind of like you know actually research it but i guess clipping is the probably the best source at least now to look forward hasn't been happening since but um weird issue either way i wasn't sure if it's maybe software related or hardware related but it seems to be now after troubleshooting and stuff seems to be software related either way. Um, so at least the recommendation I found for that research wise is to basically literally have, uh, the volume by half. And that generally is <clears throat> reduced a lot of the clipping. It still is happening to me, but not as much or as frequent, which is, um, you know, viable. So, yeah, those are at least the main downsides. There was one issue with the uh, when you're in dark step, uh, which is basically well, not dark step, but the random modes in the game where basically this this game, uh, for those that don't know, it has this cool like random mechanic to it where sometimes uh, whenever you kill a person, uh, it'll um, do a roulette wheel. And then if it lands on, uh, you know, get all three, like a jackpot it, on whatever icon that is, it'll give you a various, like, um, you know, a power up or kind of, a I believe I, I will feel like there's some video game term for this, but some empowerment stage or phase, or whatever, where, you know, <laughs> he, he yells out basically, um, short cakes or cakes like, cheese berry on the, on the raspberry shortcake or something like that. I got to do it. He, he echoes it. Ch- cheese berry on the raspberry shortcake Sunday, basically sweets. Um, and he yells out like, um, sherbet on, on the, um, on the dairy. Ooh, <laughs> that's not what he says at all, but, <laughs> um, basically random shit like that. But it's always has a theme of a dessert. Um, yeah, basically a dessert, essentially. But basically he can like uh go into this dark state where he like stabs people and impales them. Uh he like does does insta hits and various things like that. You have to kind of experience the game to get a gist of it fully. <clears throat> but hopefully I did it justice enough. So I know when when you're in those states, for some reason the the right analog stick is inverted too but then again it's like you shouldn't technically need to mess with that but at least having since the the native game didn't but because you have it it's like i naturally want to mess with that to move the camera around and get a better view but maybe that's just mentally my muscle memory from other games kind of coming over um so yeah um Outside of that, those are really the only, oh yeah, I f- forgot. Um, yeah, uh, 
I guess is a it's a, it's pretty disappointing um, that you uh, the game is capped to 60 FPS. So you cannot like at least without, you know, probably some hacks or mods that will eventually come out, uh, unlock the frame rate or, you know, uncap it, um, which is unfortunate. I assume I know for a lot of games that def- could cause other issues like what's the most prolific one, uh, Dark Souls, where Dark Souls, where you can't. Oh, yeah. Your durability like is like two times its original speed or something like that. I forgot. I don't know. Something along those lines. Um, Beamer, I might be. I just might be. Don't tell anybody, though. (laughs) Um, So I don't know. Um, It's it's a bit of a disappointment, especially when you when you're thinking PC, you know, you want all the luxuries that PC has, at least specifically, you know, increased frame rates, you know, um, oh, I forgot about the anti alias in the option. So that's another gripe I'm having with this game, at least playing so far is like, if you, uh, because this is no more heroes is not that doesn't look to be that demanding of a game. I went to the max anti aliasing options. And, uh, it does this weird, like, I don't know how to describe it. Uh, you know, like those, um, those dolls, uh, that have the, uh, you know, or no, what is it like people who dress like dolls or want to look like a doll? They have the, uh, they, they make the lines on their chins to make it look like they have, uh, you know, a point to talk, I guess. It's like had that weird effect with some of the character models in the game where some people were like were outlined in weird spots. Like it seemed to be like points of like uh, articulation, like their arms or places where they move. And um, it is it is very distracting, at least from what I witnessed. So basically recommend just leaving the anti alias and options to the base FXAA. Um, I don't know, maybe it could have been resolution related where, um, I was playing at 4k and I guess that's another factor of the game. It does scale, it scales to whatever your monitor's resolution is. So I guess potentially (laughs) if you balling like that, if you have like an AK monitor, supposedly it'll scale, um, at least based on theory, it supposedly will scale to AK and then, you know, (laughs) probably look way uglier. to be honest. Um, but Hey, uh, so yeah, I'd say definitely keep the anti-aliasing option to the base until they patch it or fix it or whatever. But it just a disappointment as a, as a, as a huge fan of the no more heroes games. Um, you know, somebody who wanted to push this thing to the limit, having the capabilities to do so on PC, uh, is a bit of a letdown that you, uh, don't have, you know, the commonly expected amenities that do come with a PC port essentially. So, um, but other than that, like, let's say you, uh, did don't have a switch. Um, I'd say this is definitely the next best. Hmm. Yeah. The next best version, because from a base standpoint, it does, it is pretty, pretty, 
it's totally playable, totally fine. Just a couple minor inconveniences here and there, but you know, I was able to play it through totally fine. No crashes or anything like that. So yeah, I don't, I guess maybe if you have a Wii, uh, you know, hanging around, I would recommend that. Um, cause there are a couple of, as somebody who's like played this game multiple times, like I'd say I'm coming on 10 plus potentially, but, um, one thing that's super noticeable, uh, you from this one boss fight where when you get an enemy hit at you, you can, you could deflect it towards the other enemy. I'm about to get real nerdy right now, but you could, uh, deflect an enemy towards another enemy. But in this, especially I, I, I noticed it in the switch version as well as the PC version, either the timing is like unrealistically strict or for whatever reason, it just does not work. Um, but, uh, yeah. So that's probably the one big, like noticeable thing that's like totally different. Is it really going to kill you that you can't deflect an enemy back? No, it, but it was really cool though. It was really dope. I mean, it, it was a pretty big factor why I really did enjoy the game to be honest, but I digress. Um, trying to think, is there, was there anything drastically different? Some of the music tracks have been changed, which I already talked about in like the switch version. Um, that's pretty much it really outside of that. It's pretty playable. The controls, you know, going from movement based controls to a controller is actually pretty streamlined. Like your high is a uh, one button, your high attacks are one button, your uh, low attacks are another, your punch high is one and your uh, punch low is uh, another as well. So totally translate. And then, you know, when you do a final slash or kill hit, you uh, just hit flick the right stick in the corresponding direction. So all in all, um, you know, I beat it last night and man, it's great. No more heroes is, is great. I am, I am a big fan of no more heroes, but, uh, PC version is decent. It, it, uh, it just has, uh, some oversights, which do detract it from being great. But I'd say if you only have a PC, um, and you never played no more heroes before, I'd say this is playable. If you, well, let me put the other preface. If you have, uh, if you have a controller, a, a Xbox controller, apparently they fixed it. At least when it released, there was some issues with other controllers that aren't Xbox um, having issues, but at least playing with an Xbox controller, totally fine. So with all those, <laughs> uh, uh, what condition conditions, uh, in place, I, 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 I do recommend it. Um, if, if you meet all those conditions I already mentioned. So, and then of course I, uh, started playing, I played, started playing a little bit after beat one, play a little bit of, uh, two as well. Um, and man, I get uh, just, it's good. It's just something, something cathartic and like kind of in the same vein as beat em up, you know, where you maybe you're stressed out one day or whatever. Um, and you just, something just cathartic and relieving of, uh, you know, um, killing people when they're saying, I don't feel shit or killing somebody 
I got to do when they say, um, what was it? Um, I don't, I don't feel, feel shit. shit. Uh, what was the other one? Um, I'm, I'm still, still a virgin. virgin. <laughs> <laughs> that one's funny. Uh, you kind of, you kind of feel, feel a little sl- uh, sliver of guilt. I stopped that. Uh, and then you, at the same time, I was like, uh, you weren't really going to get laid anyway. Let's, <laughs> uh, you're a bad person. That, that, that kind of helps, um, you know, cope with it <laughs> either way. Um, and then, you know, ah, I can't do it. Ah, I'm sorry. It's the deep voices. Won't <laughs> the deep voice won't let me be great in this context. Um, but yeah, it's great. It is great. I'm I'm thoroughly enjoying No More Heroes 2. And um, yeah, man, I do recommend it. If you're in a slash them, slash them, beat em ups, No More Heroes is, is wonderful. It has the presentation, the style, the flash, the pizzazz, um, kicking people in the ass, you know. Um, I'm sorry, I just was very compelled to rhyme for some reason now. But yeah, outside of that, pretty much what I've been playing as of late. Um, let's get into what I've been watching real quick. Um, of course, of course, Loki, Loki episode three, uh, watched at midnight. Um, and it was great. Um, you know, comforting. Uh, this was like definitely a change of pace episode where I'm not, not to spoil too much, but, um, basically you're with a variant. Um, and you know, you discover some more things about Loki as well as the variant. And then you're basically on one of the apocalyptic worlds, um, or scenarios or events. And, you know, some things come into play. Um, yeah, it was just pretty, pretty standard, wholesome, good Loki, you know, um, definitely curious what's going to happen next, of course, as a la TV, but, um, I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying Loki. Definitely (sighs) Marvel, Marvel, this Marvel TV, um, you know, streak is, uh, keeps going, you know? I mean, they put a lot of money into it, to be honest. But then again, who knows? Kevin Feige, he's whatever he's whatever he's doing. He's he's doing it right. You know, (laughs) whatever he's doing. Don't stop. Don't you dare stop, Kevin. Um, and yeah, other than that, that's been pretty much it this week. And that in turn, additionally concludes episode 110 switches sites uh if you did like and appreciate the podcast feel free to like rate and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platforms um you can catch this live on uh, twitch tv uh slash a switch where i do record live um uh ideally in the evenings um and then you can also catch the archive of this show on youtube.com slash a switch but until next time y'all uh, get your damn game on. Oh, yeah.
Nobody's safe. <laughs>